Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. <laughs> Getting off the phone with your parent, you're just like, okay, all right, love you too. Have a great day. Okay, all right. Okay. Oh, okay. by the way, I have this mail. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, have fun. Okay, wait, hold on. Did I tell you about the thing about your mom? Oh, wait, hold on. Let me. Let me... I got a box. Of, I got a box of nuts for you. Remember I... that thing of flour? Golly. You need toilet paper? Literally every time. <laughs> Kelly, how the hell are you? How the hell are you? You Bro. know, you know what happened? Hmm. I fricked up. My uvula this week, aka her dingling. Y'all know that dingling that hangs in the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> One day I was minding my own business and I felt like I had a popcorn kernel in my mouth, and I was like, <clears throat> like you know, you just get that kernel like stuck that's on the, the top of your mouth. In that's the, back. the worst feeling. It's like a pinch in the world. It's like you have like a crab, clung like a barnacle. Clung to your beer. Wow. Exactly. Going on. (laughs) (laughs) So I was minding my own business in my car. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull down my little mirror and open my mouth and look inside my mouth. Because, like, I'm convinced there's something in there. And my my dang uvula was a state of affairs. (laughs) Engorged. Swollen. Engorged. Kind of bloody. Blisters problems i was terrified i had to pull over was covered in sweat because i can't handle any of that you know hands shaking had to turn my air conditioner for the first time in seven months it was freaky and it came as soon as it went next day mouth healed uvula fine and now you feeling fine But really, I feel so much better. I'm telling you, having your uvula sitting on top of your tongue like a friggin' frog on a lily pad. That's right. Just, (laughs) hi, I'm laying on you. You like cuddling? That seems like a little bit of an aggressive situation. Also, with COVID just being near, everyone just assumes you're fucking dying Mm -hmm. and you just like have the fucking black plague. If you have anything wrong with your respiratory system during COVID, like uh, asthma, the world is ablaze. Yo, you got strep throat. Oh, golly. Good luck. You got a swollen uvula. Whoa. (laughs) Danger zone. (laughs) We have some fun creature comforts today, guys. Yo, Kelly hooked it up today. That's right. I feel like something's missing. Tell the people. Well, now it just looks like peanuts. <laughs> I think that's all I got. We got peanuts. We got Boochcraft. We have four dang joints. We have fresh ass water. That's true. From that's true. the water machine. And Josh. <laughs> the water machine. <laughs> Josh it's, is cooking us dinner. And Josh is making us fucking dinner like we're queens. And I think it's applicable to talk about it because this episode is about food. 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 Can I tell you? Two things that have been on my mind. I'm hoping you tell me a hundred things on your mind today. They don't involve food, but I just wanted to really explain them to you. Lay it out for me. So. She leans in real close. So, 
As I was driving home from the farmer's market on Saturday, this guy in an SUV starts driving next to me on the freeway, mind you, and puts his hand up to his ear in the cell phone position. You know, the thumb up, <laughs> call me. the finger down, and is like, call me. And I'm looking at him like, how? <laughs> We're on the 15 South what guy. I, what do I, dial your license plate? <laughs> I was so confused, and it made me think about the time what? Kendra and I met someone in traffic, and she dated this guy for like four months. You know what, Kendra? I wish you didn't do that because men shouldn't think that they can meet and pick up women in traffic and you prove them wrong. I know. Kendra's honestly the only exception because I was like, bro, I'm going 80. Like, what? 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 Every time a guy pulls up and is like, hey, babe, it's just like, come on, you think this is going to work, dude? Like, I'm driving. And then Kendra's such a goddess while also some hottie pulls up. Well, yeah, he was on a motorcycle. It was like a whole thing. He threw his phone into the car, so we didn't really have a choice. So on that episode of Sons of Anarchy, they really got swept away. We'll tell you all about Jax Teller next week. (laughs) So on top of, this is just more car stuff, I guess. I'm going through a bit of what we call an emo phase. Your music? Girl, I was listening to Chiodos on my way here. I don't know if any of my emo friends remember that band, but um, if anyone wants to teach me how to screamo properly, I would love to learn. That's probably how I injured my uvula. Were you practicing your screamo? I did scream a little. And what's weird is I was kind of thinking that, and when I called my mama, and I was like, yo, my uvula is fucked up. She's like, how's your dangling? Mm-hmm. And she's like, did you scream too much? And I was like, dog, I think I did. <laughs> so it was all about the screaming. You know when you want to scream and you don't and you repress it and you lock the back of your throat? Yeah, I just go in my car and scream. It's called your ujai banda. Hmm. You lock the back of your throat. It's just like when you tighten your butthole. <laughs> it's any one of those little... <laughs> tighten. I just ripped up my nose. There's nothing else we need to talk about today. Good night, everybody. <laughs> So essentially, I tightened my mouth hole so tight that I bust, I hemorrhoided my uvula. You busted a nut. Man, I was really holding back. Wow. I should have gone in my car, but someone would have called the cops. I feel that. That's why I drive around <laughs> listening to Chiodos screaming. <laughs> On the freeway. <laughs> screaming. 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 So if you ever need to get out any aggression, listen to my throwback playlist on Spotify <laughs> I'll link it in our blog. (laughs) You'll feel great. It's going to be great. Oh, really? We should have a... Do you guys want a Spotify playlist? Do you want some of our playlists? Because they're like... We listen to wild stuff. Dude, one minute, System of a Down. Next minute, Shavasana. (laughs) (laughs) Next minute... Pitbull, honestly. Neo. In sync. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. All right. Kelly... Let's talk about my favorite thing in the entire fucking world. Food. Foodgasm. So, um, I don't know where to start because I love food so much. Small business. Oh, you always get me every time. Every time I surprise you with our plan. (laughs) Every time, dude. We literally have an itinerary and every time she's like, wow. Oh my 
like, who knew we had this itinerary? Good thing I have an Excel spreadsheet in my brain. It's wild. You know, in The Queen's Gambit, did you watch that? Too? Hell yeah, I did. And she's doing chess on the ceiling. That's I how I do math. It. That's literally, I look off and I'm like, mm, poor. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. So, okay. Today's small business is quite possibly one of the best restaurants in town i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it right now and it's coop's barbecue out in lemon grove wow now uh they're texas style barbecue uh very small hole in the wall little spot i think they have like two three tables but you know you can't dine in so just dine out (laughs) um they sell out every day really every day it is popping off at this place their ribs are delicious their cornbread is sensational just wow everything i've ever had from them is fantastic give me some cornbread descriptive words moist Mm. i know ladies i know you don't like it but it works for baking think about cornbread and then say the word moist moist flavorful because you know how sometimes cornbread can kind of be like gritty because people don't know what the fuck they're doing they know what they're doing wow got corn in it is there some sort of butter sitch girl the butter situation will have you rolling out of the building did you see me mr miyagi catch that fly i sure did she Caught it by its wings and let it go out the window. I I just did a yogi finger and caught it real quick. I love I'm never, cornbread. I'm never surprised by her. I also love cornbread. It's like one of my favorite things. Same. Wow, I love this recommendation. Tell me more. Um, they have amazing potato salad. Mm. Their brisket is out of control, but oh. I seriously cannot get over their ribs. Like. If there's one thing in the world that I love to eat is ribs, when I had my mm. braces off, day one, <laughs> ribs. ribs. Like, not kidding. Call my parents. Give them a ring. They'll be like, yeah, she wanted ribs. Like, I love it's this. number one for me. And they, they crush it. I Every time. love this. So we've got a San Diego-based business. They're lovely. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uticue. Tea. <laughs> so are they. Eating cornbread. Mm-hmm. I want to go pick up a to-go order for Josh for, like, Valentine's Day. I think that's a great a idea. Gift. He loves some meat. Dude. Some corn on the cob, Sitch? Mm. Sure they have it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And potato salad, those are our jams. Yeah, they have some really... They have collard greens. Like, they they got the whole hookup. It's Will you fantastic. tell us our, their name one more time? Coops Barbecue. Coops. Like Cooper? Like C-O-O-P-S. I love this. Yeah, they're great. We and love a coop. They make their freaking barbecue sauces mm, so good. Uh, we love them. Moving on slightly, Josh and I had barbecue at our wedding. I know. That was our food, and it was one of the best um, pieces of feedback we got about our wedding. Because you guys have all been to a wedding where the food was stupid dumb. And you know what? That really just shows you how lame the people that are getting married are. (laughs) I'm calling y'all out. They're like, you know what? This plate came with this venue, with this, etc. And that's all I picked from. And I don't really care because I'm not going to eat anyway. And I don't like food. I have no soul. That's lame. Josh and I were like, yo, food. And you know what? I ate I think that it's very necessary in a wedding for the bride and groom 
to like escape for fucking 10, 15 minutes to eat some food. All we did was shovel because the food in, and it was so good. I and mean, you get to get to the first of the line. Oh, absolutely. You spend so all of this money on your wedding and you don't get to eat your own damn food. You uh, chose it. You picked it out. You better get first in line, I, bitch. I fucking agree. I'm very happy that you guys got to do that. And I was happy to be in attendance because it was great. Oh, we had exactly what you talked about. We had pork pork salad <laughs> i love a pork salad dog oh my god is josh making his pork salad for dinner essentially josh is making us salmon brussels sprouts potatoes and wild rice with homemade broth that he made when i broke my uvula oh that's honestly like porn to me like i agree food is the way to my heart that's why he's doing it. So, Adriana, you should come over all the time. I'm marrying your husband it tomorrow. Would, it would positively influence my life. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to become a thruple. Oh, my God. My favorite thruple from Shameless, Kevin. Oh, my God. I love Kevin. We're not going to go that far. I can't. Will you explain to me the Italian word for the frown that I have on my face right now? <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Italian word of the day. Funcha. Funcha face. It's the that that salmon sad face, you know, the SpongeBob SquarePants sad face with the lip up when you that look sardine. Yeah, thank you. Not salmon sardine face. Where you're just like mad, cranky, and sad all at the same time. It's like a true upside down frown that looks like a rainbow. Yes. What the Funcha? Funcha face. Funcha face. It's definitely slang. Um don't know the actual um what's what's the what's the word i'm looking for um translation because i don't think there is a translation for it i literally it. was frowning so gnar the last time i saw her she was like hey funja face <laughs> it's because when it's like i was when i was growing up it is like a like a pug when i was growing up my parents would like more so my dad would not call us like sweet names he would not be like oh you're such a sweetie oh you're just so cute he'd be like hey funcha face hey ladia you know what ladia means also italian word of the day it means ugly it sounds so pretty it means ugly girl that's like when you tell your golden retriever who's so ugly exactly and they wag their tail because they don't know what it means yes your dad did that to you yeah thanks dad funcha face now he's my best friend i say it all the time now it's a good word huh funcha face get your funcha out of my facha wow she's gonna be freaking fluent in no time ciao <laughs> so, yeah. so with food, do you agree with me that there are two kinds of people when it comes to food? One, people who eat just for fuel, and people who eat to enjoy food. Correct. I feel like there is get this... your macro micro butthole out my face, dude. I, I okay. So the many years ago that I did CrossFit and was mm-hmm. on the macro micro keto bullshit diets. I was so much protein powder. I was so skinny, so fit, so ripped. I was so sad because I wasn't eating anything great. And I understand we all are different with diets and food and exercising and everything. And I'm not. No two funches are the same. Exactly. I'm not putting any of this down. No diets are being put down. It's just like 
what are you thinking about with your food? Is it tactical? Like, I need 60 grams of protein for my workout. Yeah, it was more, it was definitely, (laughs) that was where my mindset was. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think over time, I started finding my love for food again. And I mean, that's kind of how I started my business because I refound my love for food. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't cooking what I liked to cook and eat and all of these things. And I definitely have gained uh, some weight back, but I feel better about it. I'm happier. I'm enjoying my food and it makes me happy. It brings me joy. Food comes from you. (laughs) When I think of food, I think of you. That's a huge compliment. Truly. Speaking of food, I made Kelly and I appointments to get our cast (gasps) iron food tattoos. We're literally getting food tattooed on our booty so stay tuned for the picture in a month (laughs) i'm so excited the one thing we can tell you it's a cute little black cast iron and we're both gonna have different dishes in our cast iron yeah we can't tell you anything else beyond that that's all i gotta say Kelly's going to have a flaming avocado in hers. <laughs> you know, I'm just dude, kidding. she's saying that because she sent me an inspo pic of someone fucking stir fry tossing an avocado in the air in their cast iron. And who the fuck is stir frying their avocado in their cast iron? That was also a tattoo. So that's permanent on that person's body. So I know all about baking avocados in the oven with a little mm. bit of an egg sitch or whatever. But like... Tossing it in the air in a cast. I'm pretty iron. sure the pit was still in it. It yeah. It was this is very peculiar. They have never used a cast iron or eaten a real avocado, but it inspired me enough to do something similar. <laughs> it was just a cool tattoo. I liked the style. Adriana, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to park on the third story of Fashion Valley Mall in San Diego. <laughs> I and already I, got it. I want you to be twenty years old. And I want you to remember texting me like, hey, dog, (laughs) we should be friends. Do you want to go to California Pizza Kitchen? Oh, my God. And I said, yep. So we drove our asses to CPK. Often. Sat in a really cute booth. Often. And we ate so much food. We got the big salad to chair. We got the big, sexy ass pizza to share Mm. we schmoozed so long we didn't even notice we were eating because we were having such a great time and we're like dude we should do this again do you want to be food friends i love that our (gasps) friendship started with food because we grew like well we've told everybody that we went to high school together and obviously we knew each other in high school because we had what like 700 people in our school (laughs) total (laughs) (laughs) toe to the towel (laughs) so you know obviously i know kelly i i was actually closer friends with josh at the time but uh kelly and i were always friends we had classes together like but we weren't like in the same group if that makes any sense and all of our friends went away to fancy schmancy college and adriana and i were at community college in san diego and we're just like tight so we are here now and we're like hey yo (laughs) let's be friends you working eight jobs and going to community college and living at your parents want to go to cpk (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, get me the fuck out of this house. Where were you working when we went there? Were you at San Diego Brewing Company? I was at San Diego Brewing Company. I started there when I was 19. And I was at Anthropology in in Carlsbad, but it's on Locadia Boulevard. So if you know what I'm talking about, it's like really in Locadia, but whatever. (laughs) We're not going to tell anybody. What the fuck are 
so that's wow. how we fell in love. We proceeded to then go to many restaurants, including Blind Lady Ale House, which we not only talked about but featured last season as our favorite small business. Yes. We oh. also went to a sausage place that died. So yeah, it's now. Uh, I can't even talk I think about it's, it. I think the place is called a hundred proof now or you know where the dmv is in hillcrest where hillcrest brewery is or was i don't really know it was over there it's kind of by pigment no it's not the sausage place yeah the place with the hot sausages <laughs> i thought it was by the, the the bar pink Oh. Oh. We've eaten so many places. That's where it was. That all the sausages blur together. Yeah, it was on the corner, like kind of across from St. Patrick's on 30th. Methinks. Oh, shit. Where your farmer's market now is. No, was, yeah. Is no, I word. definitely know that area. I did not think the sausage place was there because I thought it was in another place. We ate over there. You took me there. Either way, North Park is the hub for food. Like, straight up. Like, if you want good yeah. food in San Diego, go to North Park. You can get Russian afghani mexican african israeli oh my god literally anything they yeah. have it all speaking african, of is that what you just said yeah speaking oh of um R- russian is this russian po- pomegranate dude you want to talk about russian chin yeah because the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is beef stroganoff. Oh, fuck yeah! So I did all sorts of blunt history about beef stroganoff. There's so much to say, so let me just start by saying how Adriana, Kelly, and Josh, and I'm going to stretch and say Kendra, but we haven't fact-checked this. We grew up on hamburger helper beef stroganoff yes it comes in a box like rice aroni it has nudes it has powder you add your own meat you stir it together it's delicious delicious it's so fire so fire so when you hear beef stroganoff you're like oh yeah i fucking had that as a kid but you know in the back of your mind that you had like the freaky version mm-hmm. the cheap version the, the american the american version so i looked into it and there's a lot of debate so one listeners please correct me or send me more information because family recipes are more important than google if, absolutely if your family has a recipe from 1877 about beef stroganoff fucking celebrate it also can you send me that recipe yes so beef stroganoff is named after a very affluent russian family called the stroganoffs wow and it was argued that their uh cooks who were french that cooked them beef stroganoff actually invented it and it wasn't until recently that historians have confirmed in old 16 1700 history that beef stroganoff is a dish from russia but without mushrooms so i think that's Hmm. a little different so my intuition says it might be partially french because that was the quote-unquote help at the stroganoff household and their recipes may have been stolen from them and given to I don't know. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense to have French influence. All that, all the butter and cream is very French. Right? Very French. So the one we know <laughs> has sour cream. We're talking mac- macaroni noodles. Mm-hmm. We're talking either ground turkey or beef. But the traditional beef stroganoff has cubed beef. Yep. Mushrooms, onions, sour cream, butter, flour, mm. and sherry. Oh, fuck. That sounds so good. It's so good. And... 
isn't served with noodles, correct? So American is served with noodles. Many Russian dishes now serve it with noodles, but it originally was either served plain on bread, like mm. modern hamburger buns, mm. or with rice, which is what Ooh. I've heard is um, what my one Russian friend knows beef stroganoff as a rice-based dish. So I have always taken his word on, like, you know what's weird is American dishes have these friggin' twisty noodles. Do you know the name of that long twisty noodle they use? Oh, the like the egg noodle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll link it in the bio. Damn, that's so crazy. So, um, Kendra and I went to Pomegranate in North Park. It's on El Cajon Boulevard. I highly suggest going there. Fantastic Russian food. Um, we got the beef stroganoff there, and they asked if we wanted it with noodles or with rice. Oh. So they offered an option. And um, I like this. One of the craziest things about that place is there's a bunch of, like, I want to say graffiti, but people just, like, Sharpie the walls. So everybody oh. writes on the walls in Sharpie, like, notes, their name, whatever. I the love table that. we were sitting at, our friend had signed the wall. Wow. Like, I saw our friend's name. I took a picture of it, sent it to her, and she was like, yeah, that was me. That is so fucking cool. How serendipitous, right? I love that. Isn't that cool? If any of you go to Belize, let me know because I wrote my name in a jarpie somewhere and I want to know if you can see it. Wow. I want to go to Belize. Oh, dude. Mm. Belize was tight. The food was so good and influenced how we cook as a married couple. That's really cool. We, what I love about our honeymoon is that I used to eat meat, cheese, dairy, no problems, ate it all happy go lucky kill Mm. and sorry if i'm a broken record now i eat a plant-based diet i have many food allergies that i've developed so i don't eat a lot of the foods anymore including meat shellfish dairy oh and beer and we went on our honeymoon and girl i had crab i had the traditional belizean beer Mm. i had plantains and lobster how did you feel when you ate those foods amazing sunburnt and drunk that's a nice uh. it was so fun and Mm. you know what if you can i know honeymoons are very luxurious and you really have to plan for them and we you know we really save to go we should do a whole episode on trips um i suggest doing 10 days and my reason why is because it takes about three days for you to really settle in, and you deserve that. Mm-hmm. Not doing four or five days somewhere if you can manage it, and it doesn't have to be Belize, dude. It a ten day trip vacation. I, I think a ten day trip, just in general, is a nice, a like, nice rounded number. number. Like, it's not two weeks. You know, it's enough time to like get a like acquainted with the area mm-hmm. you know travel a little bit within wherever mm-hmm. you are and, and day nine or day nine excuse me you're burnt yeah and you're kind of like all right i'm ready to go and then you wake up on day 10 like this was the best fucking trip and i'm ready to go home thank you totally that's how i feel a lot of my trips are usually about 10 days 10 and, to 14 days because right like one full day is travel so mm-hmm. you're already at eight days yeah it takes three days to settle in for mm-hmm. real for my stress and anxiety to truly go away i need like at least two sunburns and three dinners cocktails (laughs) for real (laughs) so um yeah we love cooking 
like Belizean inspired dishes and we bought a bunch of different type of spices and alcohol to cook with after we went to Belize. That's really cool. So one of the things that I promised myself when I started traveling and I didn't do this until later on in life and I'm a little upset besides the tattoo thing that I've talked about before is I want to take cooking classes in other countries. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to start learning how to cook like traditional meals from certain countries. Like I am so excited to go to Asia one day and I just want to cook air ting. I fucking love Asian food. Like you you name it, I love it. I can help make that happen in the meantime. My very close friends are Israeli (gasps) and would teach us she just taught me a dish today when i was over at their house so maybe i'll set up something special and you can learn some of their dishes because oh when your israeli friends make you anything just like thank them thank them their coffee their hummus their their latkes we are going to scarf so hard after this episode you're making me hungry am i making you so hungry. So hungry, I need to smoke a joint. <gasps> Why haven't we gotten high yet? What? T- <laughs> Half an hour? Half an hour? Y'all have been listening to us sober as fuck? Are you kidding me? Adriana's gonna whip out her joints first. Tell me about this. So I bought an entire ounce of weed because I'm wild. And I roll this up some mimosa. It's a fan favorite. We love it. That's for you, my dear. Look wow. at this cute oh my God. battery. It says low battery on the lighter, and it's one nug in it's a jar. so fucking cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Are so, you warm? I am warm. Me too. You're making me hot. I can't help it. We're talking about food. We're smoking. I'm we're sweating. drinking. I'm sweating profusely. Thanks I'm for rolling this. Every minute of it. You're so welcome. You're a sweet boo. I'm going to forget. We're just going to start smoking the second joint when we get there. So I bought a... It's just called House OG from my favorite dispensary. I always talk about True Meds Delivery. If you have a medical license for your cannabis needs, I highly suggest them. And I always link them in our blog all the time because I order from them probably once a week. They're fucking dope, too. They really are great. I love all of my drivers. They're very sweet. I think of them like friends. I care about them a lot. One of them popped a tire. I wanted to hug him. <laughs> That's but it so was, sad. I know. Oh I just like he was like stressed and like I'm so sorry because they really want to make their delivery within the two hour window. Anyway, where I'm going with this is every so often they have a um, outdoor grow that they have at a really good price. You can get a whole ounce for like seventy five bucks or a hundred bucks, and it's great to mix with other weeds. And if you want to smoke a whole joint but not like get ripped. Um, if you speak that language, I like um, the ritual of smoking, but sometimes afterwards I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And so I, sometimes you just need Mother Earth without the the heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. And so that's what our second joint will be. Because these are kind of heavy, guys. And I'm so excited for it. It's real nice. I have a question for you hmm. while I start getting high. What are your top five, if you can do it, oh, geez. desert island foods? If you were stranded on a deserted island. God bless America. And I'm not talking dishes. I'm talking whole ass foods like garlic. Oh, it's just like avocado. Okay. Banana. Okay. All right. Five. Give me five. Olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil. Numero uno. That's like number one because I can use it as a lotion, a 
cleanser wow. for my hair, my air ting. Lube. Lube. <laughs> Food. <laughs> it's for everything. It is, I call it ancient Italian secret for my beautiful glowing skin. I fucking love you. This, I love you just rattling these <laughs> off. You're my favorite person. <laughs> Garlic, obviously. Wow. Um, steak. So there's a cow. There's a cow there, a garlic plant, olive trees. Um, so that's three. Um, mint chocolate chip ice cream. You can't do that, but I'll accept it. <laughs> that's also my favorite ice cream, which it's is why I'm accepting it. Best. Did you? Did have we talked about this? Yeah, we have the favorite ice cream combo yeah and it's no one else so. likes it people hate on mint chocolate chip yo it's the fucking best and if you hate it i don't like you, you get a b or a c you get a b minus in you, my book as soon as you say you don't like it josh doesn't like it so josh is a we're getting divorced sorry josh um thruples over i'm quitting this thrup okay number five butter <laughs> also from your cow Wow. wow. I'm just going to bring, like, a cow with Good me, for I you. guess. I love this. <laughs> I'm all about naming Whole Foods, but also I love the mint chocolate chip, and I expected you to name a dish, so I wrote down quesadillas. Mm. Because... Shit! Quesadillas? <laughs> but then I also wrote down, like, Whole Foods that weren't quesadillas, but... <clears throat> dude. <clears throat> there's a real comfort with quesadillas. The cr- <clears throat> it has to have a crunch. If you don't burn my quesadilla, get the fuck away from me. So you know how like your drunk food is like Okay, so if you live in San Diego, drunk food is Mexican food. Duh. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't fight me on it. That's the that's it. That's it. Burritos, fajitas, enchiladas, tacos. But for me, it's always been the dilla. Mm. Every time. Night, night, <laughs> night falls. <laughs> you always got the shrimp quesadilla, dude. At um that place on Adams. Oh, uh, El Zarape. Yeah, El Zarape shrimp quesadilla at three o'clock in the morning is a nice. Okay, our homegirl Molly and I, like many moons ago, we got a fully loaded burrito that had um pepperoni, pineapple, Hawaiian pizza flavors in the burrito that is wild and it was the only place open at past 2 a.m it was open at like 3 or 4 a.m on texas and louisiana i don't think it's even there anymore wow and it was so good and it had like barbecue sauce in it and i remember we were eating it and we're like whoa Mm -hmm. wow that sounds pretty fire though it had barbecue sauce pineapple um pork Mm. pepperoni and then like beans rice and like burrito things that sounds it was eclectic it was like three thirty-seven in the morning and you loved every minute oh of it oh my god that's like when i think of my prime it that's was molly it. and i eating that burrito on the floor of my apartment it's not us having abs it's us <laughs> nope. being able to eat nope. that food without shitting that <laughs> i don't know, woke up feeling great <laughs> Wow. So Kelly, wait, I didn't name <coughs> I didn't name my desert island foods. Name your <coughs> Karma's a beach. <laughs> Golly. But name that's how food. but that's how my mind works. I'm going to go real quick. You die, I'll fly. Okay. And then hit me. Okay. Ginger root. Oh. I love ginger. I'm chewing. I'm chewing on it recreationally, like I see gum. That. I see that. It's for my immune system. Okay, that's why garlic's for me. It's I need for it. Me. Yeah. So you're eating cloves. I'm eating ginger. Yeah. 
roots. Okay. Apples. Oh, you know I yes. eat an apple all day. Keeps that dentist on the deserted on island away. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> Potatoes. Oh, of course. Celery. Wow. And peanuts. What an excellent array. Thank you. You chose basically everything to make a soup. I'm Nordic. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell? I love that. I chose like all winter foods. That's lovely though. The Thank potatoes you. though. That's a nice yeah. And the celery is the highest concentrate of salt that you can get in a vegetable or fruit. It has about 10% sodium in it, which is why you can use celery salt as a substitute for salt. Mm. If you are having some blood pressure, cholesterol issues, we got you. Take a celery, slap you in the face with it. <coughs> Wow, you're a fucking genius. I, I didn't even know that. Yes, so when my blood sugars are pretty high, I try to stay away from a lot of oils and salts because they add to the problem. Mm. So I'll do uh, celery, salt, and coconut oil, and it really gets it going. Wow. Wow. You should be like a nutritionist or something. I... Have always wanted to be a nutritionist, I think and you'd I be haven't. Amazing. Thank you. Um, all the programs didn't align. For I feel me. that, and now there probably are ones out there yeah. that would work for me. But the Ayurvedic ones didn't align. The ones with the standard American diet did not motherfucking align. Like I want, like some sort of. You tell me. I don't know. Speaking of the standard American diet, you just completely inspired me. It's not even on my notes. I haven't even talked about one thing on my notes yet. Take me to the processed America. Well, did you know that the food pyramid is not recommended by doctors or nutritionists? It's now been switched to a my food plate. Yep. Because we grew up on a pyramid. A fucked so up pyramid. This pyramid was created pyramids by... Bitch, you nailed it. It was created by corporate America to get you to eat more of certain items. Why do you think the bread section and grains was on the bottom? White males of heterosexual mentalities decided, let's have milk. Got milk? Let's have bread. Have bread? Mm Mm-hmm. Everything else, fuck them. So that's what has created processed food. They created this entire pyramid scheme to get you to purchase more of a specific item. So processed food was created to create convenience and to make it easier for the, I'm just going to say, the everyday woman, the everyday stay-at-home mom, to make a meal for her family, her busy family, her working husband, all of those things. It makes it so much easier to open up a can of food and the food lasts longer, open up a bag from the freezer, open up a jarred sauce, all of these things to make your life easier because you're a modern-day woman. You have a busy life doing laundry, doing the dishes, fucking vacuuming you don't have time to cook a meal from scratch anymore i'm feeling brainwashed already so they created this bullshit i want to just say right now that this episode will have a pyramid scheme like the food pyramid in the in the main that's a nice title and it's a perfect um 
segue into one of the offshoots I wanted to talk to you about. You know how we bash um, Arbon all the time, <laughs> essentially? Yeah. And I saw this really funny TikTok of Arbon. The Arbon community is very upset that everyone thinks they're a pyramid scheme. And they've been posting all these TikToks about explaining why they're not a pyramid scheme and what a pyramid scheme is. Kay. So I just wanted to clarify because you mentioned the food pyramid and then you mentioned um, deceit and lies mm. for marketing purposes. Mm. And then you mentioned more pyramids. So when people say pyramid scheme... Don't you come at me with the definition of pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme, yes, I get how it works, like Mary Kay and Tupperware. And I get that it doesn't work like that anymore. Right. It's a little bit different. Yes. It's a vibe. Absolutely. It's a shameless, I don't give a fuck if I've never talked to you before, I'm only going to reach out to you because I want your money vibe. Mm-hmm. That's a pyramid scheme. I don't give a fuck about you. Eat only dairy and bread until you die because it benefits me. Buy yep. my fizzle sticks. I'm going to go out on a limb. $50 a stick. Dude, I actually have something to read you. So I want you to babble on while I pull up a message. The sixth one I've gotten this year from a friend asking me to become an Arbon rep. And I want you to tell me if that doesn't feel... Like a scam, a scam. Okay, I, okay. You know what? Pyramid scheme might not be the right term for Arbon, but it's the it, same vibe I get with creepy guys in a parking lot. So you tell me, bro. Yeah. It's very um insincere, and you can tell that it's like a hollow conversation. You know, there's no substance to this. This is all. I bet you stupid. know who sent it to me. I'm sure I already do. So before Kelly finds her message and we continue our Arbon story, so you're probably thinking to yourself, you said jarred sauce is a processed food. You make a jarred sauce and you market it and monetize from it. So I'm going to tell you right now, I know that I am a processed food company. I understand that I do that. However, the one thing that I do that makes me different is I don't use preservatives. So you're probably thinking, but salt's a preservative. Yeah, it is. And I use salt as a preservative and it's a natural preservative. And the thing that I do that makes it different is I use Himalayan pink sea salt. So it is the least processed form of salt because you know your regular table salt that you see <clears throat> on in your salt and pepper shakers? The salt itself has been processed mm -hmm. down. It's not even in its natural form. So... The fact that that's your only preservative in there and that your food is not too salty in the slightest proves the care that you take to make mm. sure that your product has flavor. Mm -hmm. You're not compromising that flavor by the preservatives that all your competitors use. Mm -hmm. So next time you go to Trader Joe's, my number one, look at the jarred sauces and look at some of the jarred um, foods. They have this eggplant spread that I love and I have been highly inspired by. They have a lot of sugar added in there, um, a lot of random preservatives that don't need to be there. And that's because it creates a longer shelf life. And that's something we are not looking for in our food. If you're buying something and not eating it for six months, you should reconsider if it's not rice for your beef stroganoff. 
<coughs> that I was just... said very well, actually. 100%. You should not. This is not doomsday preppers. No. We do not need. We will have an episode on Teotihuacan, which is the end of the world as we know it. I'm dead. And you know what's not <coughs> part of Teotihuacan? Fresh basil and tomatoes. You know what? I want to go on record saying something right now, storyteller style, about how amazing, amazing mm-hmm. Adriana is. Amadriana. <laughs> And Adriana-isms, because we all know Adriana's going to be very famous one day, and Whole, Whole Foods is going to buy her sauce, and one then day. we're just all going to, like, snap at her readings of her cookbook, right? You see it? I do. And She's my number one fan. So, here Adriana is, living her life, being Italian, <coughs> learning traditional sauce that does not have sugar in it. So, she's born and raised, no sugar in her sauce. And then here's her best friend, diabetic. Can't have sugar in her sauce. Why? Guess what? When I have tomatoes, tomatoes already have a little bit of sugar. Mm-hmm. So you don't want more. You just want a wee, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so every time I'd come <coughs> over to Adriana's house, I'm like, can I see the nutrition facts? Can I see the carbs? Because I'm like calculating Excel spreadsheets, like doing diabetic things in my brain. And she always made sure that there was never added anything and sauce tastes way better if you eat traditional italian sauce and then have ragu the next week like you'll barf it's like having ketchup on your noodles so ragu adds sugar to their sauce because they're using a low quality tomato so yeah you're buying a product that's cheap and i'm sure it tastes great and it's because you're becoming addicted to it because there's sugar in there and cocaine Sugar is more addictive than drugs. It is. It is more addictive than any kind of drug on the planet. Don't we all know it? So, when you complain, oh, this is so expensive. This is outrageous. But ragu so good. I get it. So I get McDonald's. it. We all love fucked up shit. I just learned. I just learned McDonald's uses dehydrated onions. And I almost lost it, you guys. Dehydrated onions. You know the stuff that comes in your beef stroganoff box? That's Those on your tiny shriveled salts that turn into an onion? That's your fucking Big Mac onion. When Adriana was like, I'm doing a di- I'm making a difference. I'm gonna fucking make this sauce with no sugar, and I'm gonna get in the farmer's market. I'm not gonna name any names or any locations. The first place she applied to, they said we don't believe your nutrition facts because there's not enough sugar in your sauce. Ain't that some shit? And every sauce we've ever had has so much fucking sugar that you need to redo your nutrition facts because this is so gregoriously shocking. And I will never forget that. I will be on David Letterman screaming this at him even though that's not banging him. So, uh, fuck that bitch. And she did. She redid the nutrition facts again because she was like, fuck, you're right. I will do this. And guess what? There's no sugar. It was the same. <laughs> so, you tell your Arbonne story. We're going to put a pin in the sugar sitch because. Hit me with a lighter and I'll show you the world. The world. <laughs> the worldwide weird. Just remind me on nutrition facts because I put a pin. Hi, Kelly. I hope you're doing well amongst COVID. I always love seeing your posts because they're super inspirational. And it's great to see you and Josh husband hook. Smiley face. You're a bright spot amidst some of the craziness in this world. 
I wanted to ask you if you've ever heard of Arbonne International. It's a holistic online health and wellness company. Mind. Body. Skin. I feel like you love the products. I did. And the business itself is a nice way to make some money on the side on your own schedule. Let me know if you're interested in learning more. I would love to chat with you. Okay. First question. When was the last time you spoke to this person before that message? 12 years ago. 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Okay, we like each other's posts on Instagram. That's fine. We might give like a congrats or a happy birthday or like a rad. Yeah, no, I'm going to say... But we're talking not friends. I'm going to say that is fake, now, hollow... And insincere. It's the sixth one I've gotten since the pandemic started. I write your names all down on a list. In her spreadsheet on her Excel. Some people write down the people they slept with. I write down our bonds. <laughs> okay? Why? So I, can, so I can out. voodoo you later. Fucking because <laughs> I liked you. And you think I'm a fucking dumbass. You think I want fizzle sticks for breakfast? I want coffee. And you know what we didn't say on our desert island, which was fucking stupid, was coffee and marijuana. (laughs) I didn't think of marijuana as a food. And everyone's like, hey, Arbonne. And I'm just like, you know what? I know you got scammed. I know you're not making any money. I know you're worried. I know you got bamboozled. It's okay. But do not start with a hook and sink because that part's actually fucked up. The first time it happened to me, someone literally reached out and I thought she gave a shit about me. Mm. I really did. I really thought like she was actually reaching out to me to talk to me and like hang out. She was capitalizing on that. So this is my takeaway from this entire experience is if you are trying, if you're in this we're not going to call it the pyramid scheme. If you are Because you don't like that, so we'll just call it... Scheme. Fraud. <laughs> we'll just call it scheme. If you're just in this fucking Scheming. shit. Scheming. Oh my god! You don't like the word pyramid scheme, so we're just going to call it a scheme. <laughs> so if you're in this shit, I'm just going to say it right now. Don't be insincere, and that's fine. I... I love the side hustle. I love the idea of making extra money. We're all into it. And if you are actually making money and you're trying to recruit people for real, like, don't be bullshit. Just fucking say, hey, dude, I'm selling this. You want to be a part of it? It is so much better of a feeling as a person who hasn't spoken to you in 12 years. I'm going to give him some advice. I'm going to give you some advice. I'm a communications and marketing major. Wow, get wild. And I'm going to go ahead and give you some motherfucking advice. Are you ready for it? You're going to start a blog. And you're going to start posting actual recipes and actual ways to use Arbonne. And oh my God. actually do it. And you're going to reach out to your friends. And you're going to say, hey, I would really love it if you followed my blog. I talk a lot about Arbonne, yeah, but I also do other things. And it'd be really cool if you supported me and, like, checked out this latest post I wrote about, like, mental wealth and wellness. I think that's wellness. amazing. <laughs> because you don't know how to spell check. See? Wow. That's amazing. I genuinely give a shit. I genuinely care. I have many friends who sell products. I have friends that sell Sopata. I have friends that sell Cabby, which is um, Kathy Anderson by 
by invitation. Invitation. <laughs> I love Pampered Chef. I love doTERRA. Oh, Pampered Chef. Oh, my God. I love all these companies, and I have friends that sell them with Even Grace. Even Mary Kay. microdermabrasion scrub is a nicer. It is. Oh, and that Cookie Lee jewelry. I even have a friend who sells that. And yeah. I, if if you're having a party and you're feeding me, mm-hmm. if you're like genuinely like a cool person and you're sending me to your blog or yeah, your, I'd go to your, party. your YouTube video mm-hmm. talking about something, but the instant hard sell is wow. so brash. You just got me. Wow, I want to join your party. Right. Can I go to your right? ski? You're welcome for this free motherfucking advice. I'm telling you. You just have to um, actually live it and breathe it. Mm-hmm. And when you reach out with a, what do they call it, like a cold something, the way you reach out cold that case. way, co- a cold case because we're <laughs> dying over it, is so crass and mm-hmm. it's so trashy. And you know, it you know, shows you don't even use the product or care. And the fact You're that desperate. You're desperate. It's super desperate. And I like the idea of the... Dude, my mom had hella Pampered Chef parties growing Mm up. And I truly love them. And my mom liked throwing them because my mom loves having people over. Cooking food. Cooking food. Getting free shit. Getting free shit. And whoever threw this Pampered Chef party every time never once pressured my mom into being a pampered no. chef rep or whatever they show up smiley give mm-hmm. a fun presentation schmooze and booze and if you're into selling it you're like yeah i believe in this product i want to sell it too that's how I, how I feel you'll get actual genuine people to want to work for you or Absolutely. work under you whatever the your scheme situation is because i remember going to a mary Kay thing a long time ago in college because I actually really liked the yes. girl that I met. I met her working at Bruco. Because it was personal. And you she liked was her. so cool and I loved her thing. And then she bombarded me. I bought shit because I liked it. And she bombarded me for like three months incessantly about selling. And I was like, bitch, I'm full time in college and I'm working two jobs. I don't have time to sell your goddamn Mary Kate. And it was because. Also, it's like, <clears throat> why can't I just tell you like. I'll let you know because I actually felt that way. Like I actually liked Arbonne products and I actually bought them in 2009 to 2011 because of my food allergies and they have vegan skincare products. Yes. But if you're just reaching out to me because you want my yogi customers, you can literally kiss my ass and Venmo me $12. Wow. I'm just going to start Venmoing people for my time. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm circling back to the nutrition facts just to remind you guys. Sorry, we're totally just taking a new shift. We're talking really about crazy shit so we can talk about more crazy shit. You love it. I know. So with processed food, you ready for this, guys? I don't think you're ready. If you're sitting down, sit down more. (laughs) Get in Javasana, child's pose, happy baby. Or sad baby. Oh, I love happy baby. It's my favorite pose. Wish I could reach my feet. It's so nice. So, once once the FDA approves your labels, that's it. They don't check again. So you're telling me you genuinely go organic to get approved by the FDA. And then afterwards, you buy garbage. You can if you want it to be a fucked up person. But I'm just saying, when you're buying only processed food, especially if it's something like a sauce or something that's like a canned fruit or vegetable, it's going to say one thing. Doesn't necessarily mean that. So the fruits, because it's natural, it's from the earth, we can't 
manipulate it enough to be super consistent and concise. So the calorie count might be off, the sugar count might be off. A lot of things can be different. Also, companies can replace certain flavors. So if it says, you know, no sugar is added, but they got a batch of apples that wasn't as sweet, mm-hmm. they can add sugar. But you won't know that because the the recipe, when they first created their nutritional facts, didn't have sugar in it because they used different apples. I, we have a great example of that. I will link it. At the start of the pandemic, there was a jam company hmm. that was getting lit up because of their mold. Interesting. And all the employees knew that all the jam they were serving their customers had mold in it. And part of their job description was like scraping it off because she fucked up with the formula because of X, Y, and Z. Damn. All the customers were getting sick and taking pictures of this mold. And it was a total scheme. Wow. And it is the exact example of jitty jitty bang bang. That is pretty fucked up to like to hear something like that because... You have no idea how easy it is to manipulate things once, like, the hard stuff's been done. That's the hardest part about dealing with food in, at least, America and dealing with, like, all the bullshit and signing papers. You're literally signing your life away to feed people. It's wild. Like, I could get sued. It is wild. I could get sued any minute just because. Just because. What are you looking for? The 12 lighters that slithered down my (laughs) beehole. You can get sued for serving somebody something that you promised was one thing and it turned out to be another. It's insane and it's because you promised that product. But because you might be a fucker and you want a cheaper product and you don't want to pay the extra money it costs for the sweeter stuff, you added your own sugars to it. People are gonna find out. So you know what you do? You go to Not Trinana's SD and you order your own sauce and pesto, arabiata, zucchini fresco. It's a nice one. Oh. I'm gonna, I worked really hard for that. And you maintain the integrity of your products. Really try to do that. And I want to quick fire you. Are you fucking ready? I don't know. Don't think about it. Okay. Potato chips or tortilla chips? Tortilla chips. French toast or pancakes? French toast. Bacon or breakfast sausage? Bacon. Hot dog or hamburger? Fuck! Burger. Fuck! <laughs> okay, we're three out of four. I was the same answer for the first three, except for the hot dog. Dude, I fucking love a hot dog, but you know what's in hot dogs? Mm-hmm. Don't ask. That's all I gotta say. What isn't in hot dogs? <laughs> so I'm a good German girl, so I want bratwurst, mustard, mm. sauerkraut, and a freaky burnt bun, and I am... Speaking of German girl... Oh, you hear that what is one of your favorite childhood memories as a kid with food? That's so funny because I'm about to tell you about a Hungarian dish. So we're, we're getting close. Um, <laughs> I am German in descent. I had a few dishes to pick from, but I chose one. Are you guys ready? I called my mom today to, no, con- to confirm the recipe. Oh my God. Because there's the way that my grandma cooked it. Okay. And then there's the way that my mom cooked it for me. And I know that they're different because I slept over at my grandma's like every weekend. Also lived with her. Also all the things. Grandma. You know what I mean? Grandmas are the coolest. And she cooked it by scratch, which I'm going to go through first. And then I'm going to tell you the modern version as okay. well. So my family calls it. Drum roll. Drum roll. Drum roll. 
white trash goulash. Hey, tell me about it. Have you ever heard of goulash before? Yes. Okay. Are Not you familiar? New. No. Very similar to stroganoff in the okay. sense that it's a ground beef or turkey with a noodle okay. base. For some reason, goulash just makes me think of like gourds, <laughs> like squashes. Yeah, those letters are the same. That's so nice. I grew up on white trash goulash. Okay, tell me so about it. So my grandma would home make this macaroni. Mm. She would add in her own homemade diced tomatoes and onions, mm. her ground turkey, and then she'd add in a cheese, and then she'd bake it all together. It's like a sexy-ass casserole. It is. Oh, It's a casserole. Mm. However, when I was looking into this Hungarian dish, there's more things that you can add, but the one I always had was brown, white, and red. So my mom... Is a smart-ass woman. That's where the trash came in, because my grandmother would never say white trash goulash, girl. (laughs) But my mom and her 900 sisters would. So I grew up on white trash goulash, which is a box of mac and cheese. Yes! A pound of ground meat, vegan or otherwise. Wow. And a can of diced tomatoes. Wow. Or Adriana's sauce. Dang! I want that so bad. One jar of marinara. And I think that Adriana and I are actually going to cook it on our cooking channel when we, when you pay us to watch us cook. Give me all your dollars. (laughs) So that's white trash goulash. All the other recipes I actually have been sworn to secrecy and I can't share. So damn, you're welcome. It also costs like maybe two dollars per person. I was gonna say like one cent. (laughs) Seriously, it's so cheap to make in bulk. You can make about seven to eight pounds of it for under ten dollars. Fuck yeah! And then freeze it. Wow, I can't wait to try it. Wow, that sounds great. White trash goulash. So, uh, I have not an as in-depth story as you do because, so unlike your family, my family does not write down recipes, which makes it very difficult for a Jeff like me to want to cook my family recipes. Yo, you gotta be their scribe. I actually have to, well. Get out your sea scrolls. (laughs) For real though, I'm grabbing my scrolls and I'm going to my aunt's house. You know, (laughs) like. How do you, is there an ant word? Uh, Titsy. That's aunt and uncle. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cute, huh? You're my Titsy. I know. <gasps> instead of like, instead of like, you know how in Spanish they say tia and tio? Titsy. Yeah. It's like tzatziki. Yeah, it's cute, huh? I'm sorry to interrupt. Carry <laughs> it's okay. on. Titsy, yeah. you guys, do you hear this? But, okay, so as a joke in my family, so... There's a couple different ways of spelling it. You can either do T-S-I-T-S-I, which I've seen as the spelling, or I've seen the spelling T-I-T-I. So if you just read it, it's just titty. <laughs> so we say titty a lot. Titty titty. <laughs> yeah. Titty titty. Yeah. <gasps> teeny tiny titty. Exactly. Ooh, that's your aunt. Those are all my aunts. They're so tiny tiny. So, uh... Okay, so, so none glad of I asked. I'm so sorry. You're so funny. So... All of our recipes not written down. Literally, for me to learn the classic marinara sauce, you know what I had to do? I had to be eight years old and watch my dad's every move for 18 years. So he would never speak it. You just had to visually watch it Mm -hmm. and guess. So we weren't allowed to write these recipes down. Like, I'd be like, let me go grab pen and paper. And my dad would be like, no, you're going to watch and learn. And you're going to taste throughout the process and smell. 
throughout the process and you're going to see what it's supposed to taste like throughout the cooking process. So now, as a person who cooks for a living, I don't go by recipe. And aren't I, you glad your dad taught you that? <laughs> aren't you glad he didn't say banana? It's crazy. <laughs> he taught me to use my nose really, really well. So I don't taste my sauce anymore. I haven't in probably a year. Um, also, when it's cooking, it's probably over 300 degrees. So it's so hot, I can't mm. even taste the flavors. And if you do, you burn your uvula. Exactly. Oval, Full circle. Your ovulation. <laughs> you stop ovulating. And, uh, <laughs> just kidding. So, that was so um, good. I go by smell. So once I start to smell a very specific, distinct aroma is when I know that something is ready. Um, and I know that that's like such like a no-no in the chef world. You're supposed to continuously taste while you're cooking. And but that's... if it's a no-no, you're not your nona. <laughs> so. I know. I'm like, I'm like this weird badass for no fucking reason at all. I love you dearly. Um, do you want to know what my favorite childhood food is? It's going to take me one second because I don't have any crazy stories. You're like olive oil. <laughs> it's just a bottle of olive oil. <laughs> um, so my aunt makes this baked pasta dish, actually. So That's cool. Ours are both pasta dishes. That's fun. And I call it Cheerio pasta. So this pasta you can't really find. It's shaped like a Cheerio. and Like SpaghettiOs? Yeah. And are they bigger or smaller than SpaghettiOs? Bigger than SpaghettiOs. <gasps> I think I have... And what's it called? Say it again. We just call it Cheerio pasta. And like... Cheerio pasta. We call it Cheerio pasta. It's baked with our family's... Not our marinara sauce. It's our salsa, which is like kind of my version of um, our my zucchino fresco. It's like a thin tomato sauce and it's like very minimal ingredients and it's like watery. Mm. And it's that with like ricotta cheese mm. and Parmesan cheese and... Um, mozzarella cheese like mixed in what would they bake it in terracotta glass cast iron um probably terracotta Mm -hmm. or um that's what we use or those big chafing dishes that you buy at the 99 cent store yeah we would do either those Mm -hmm. and then throw them out after Mm -hmm. or terracotta yeah we would it's kind of called an apple bake Oh, I don't. Um, the Pampered Chef one yeah, has an yep. apple on the lid. Oh my god, that's so it's funny! It's called an apple bake. We have two or three of them here, that's and wild. that's what we baked ours in too. That's so crazy. we did do terracotta. Very similar, uh, cool styles. Yeah, so that's like my number one. Um, I need to learn how to make that. That's my aunt, who's like. Okay, I can't, like, say anything in case all of my aunts are listening. Like, she's an amazing cook, but everyone in my family is an amazing cook. Like, You've it's talked about dumb. a few aunts cooking things. It's dumb how everyone in my family is so yes. good. Like, I feel that. So my, good. I got an aunt that cooks amazing one way, and I've got one that cooks amazing a different yeah. way. And they all cook different. Like, yes. one's a really good baker. Mm-hmm. Like, one's a really good, like, grill master, you know? like My Aunt Kathy makes the most fire cheesecakes. Ugh. She got a cheesecake um cookbook that was i'm gonna i'm story kellering story kelly ring story kellering <laughs> right now she bought like 365 cheesecake book or something like that Sorry. but she made a fucking cheesecake every week and it was oh, like how oreo did we not chocolate gain- Coffee, I'm, I'm part of the story. How did you guys not gain 9,000 pounds? We did. <laughs> this was 40 pounds ago. Oh, it was delicious. Graham cra- cracker crust, mm. Oreo crust, mm. homemade crust. Mm. And she is such an incredible baker and chef. And I love the way that she cooks because it's very unique to how my mom does. But they both share the same family recipes. So I love... 
watching her cook and she has an open kitchen so every time I come over, you just get to sit and talk while she cooks for That's a few hours. It's the best. And it's the dream. Mm-hmm. An open, like, L-shaped counter where she can look out to the living room with the kids and look out to me while I'm just sitting there, like, schmoozing and grabbing my second joint. <gasps> I hand-rolled these. Because she's a sexual I also lady. didn't smoke for three days. I'm very impressed by Again. You. Are you sick of hearing about my uvula? Are you ready for our next segment? Okay. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. smiling so hard. She has the off- opposite of a... Funja. I almost said a fungi. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite places to eat in San Diego. Oh, fuck. Okay, That's well, where I was going to go. Okay. I've already named two. Coops and pomegranate. Wow. So I, I, ought, I have two I more. to say things. Go ahead. I wanted to lead with Josh and I's favorite. Go. Deli. Llama. Oh, man. I always forget that place is fire as fuck. It's so good. It's Golly. on Hill ca- Hillcrest. It's so good. It is under new management from when I fell in love with it, but the integrity has not changed. That's a nice. In the sense that I walked up one day, I walked there many miles, and they were gone for a fishing day. So they just put a little post-it on the door. How cute. And I loved them even more, and I post a picture of their floor. And so I will link that as well. They're super good. They're really awesome, and I love the play on words. The entire inside is circus, llama, dolly llama, deli llama, sandwiched, themed. And the woman who makes the sandwiches skateboarded to my house to deliver it. They're just winning all around. Have you ever seen someone skateboard a delivery to your house? Because it'll change your life. That makes me really happy. Like, hi, I made this with my hands, and then I drove it with my feet to you. That's so cute. So that's where, like, I hope it never closes, because it's like a a married place. We did things there. I haven't been there in a long time, but it's so good. They have excellent gluten-free sourdough from a Coronado bakery. Mm, And they give two sandwiches for the gluten-frees because you know they're half the size. Oh my god, they really care. And the tuna melt with vegan cheese is called the Tattooed Lady. Oh, it's you! It's me! You are a cutie little tuna sandwich. Do you like chips on your sam- on your tuna sandwich? I get their pickled kettle <laughs> chips and I put them on there. Yes. Oh, that's a game changer. All their sandwiches are circus themed. So the tattoo lady, there's a bearded lady, and Josh gets the lion tamer. Of course it does. So um, the other place I was going to tell you about is called STP, and you've heard about it. It's in Claremont. It's next to Sips, one of our favorites. Tell me and about it's it. a hamburger restaurant. Yes, you have told me and about it. Definitely a motorcycle, classic car, rock and roll place. Love it. And my uncle lives there. He's <laughs> the OG. And what's great is I don't expect anyone to cater to my allergy problems, and they did. That's which cool. was cool. She was like, I don't want to see you not eating anything. And I was like, no, it's okay. I'll just have wine and a pickle. <laughs> and she's like, well, what can I get you? And I was like, honestly, like lettuce, like a bunch of vegetables and like oil and mm-hmm. vinegar. And she hooked it up. Yeah, she's like, we have all those things. Cool. I was like, "Uh, amazing. And I will pay the price for the chicken salad. Mm -hmm. I'll pay $15 for a bowl of lettuce Mm -hmm. and veggies. And Mm -hmm. it's not that hard, but I don't expect it. That's nice. They made us feel great. We were like a party of 10. 
wow. and she made me a salad and she noticed me good cover co- she didn't even skip me service so my nice. whole family ordered and i was just like no thank you and she's mm-hmm. like hon what can i get you oh my god we I love know. them and they sauteed me onions and mushrooms to wow. put on top so first of all don't order off the menu don't take that away from no, me no never do that don't get ever there. We're getting there, for real. It's a perfect segue into what Adriana has to say. Um, but I'm just saying that the our server noticed that I didn't have anything to order, and she gave a shit. And because she, she's good at her job. Yeah. That's good. And it was... It, my family goes there all the time. That makes me really It's our happy. favorite place to order food, and um, I get vegan food at Sips, and Josh gets STP, and we park, we split Aww. in a wishbone, pick up our food, and drive home. That's really cute. Claire Mom. I love that. So, I have two places. I've probably talked about all of these places many times. So, besides Coops and Pomegranate... The High Dive, I absolutely love that place, and it's very similar vibe to STP that Kelly is talking about. Burger joint, motorcycles, good times, good energy, great customer service. But they have breakfast. You can get there at fucking dawn. Dog. They're... Dawn. <laughs> dog, dawn. They got that dawn, dog effect. <laughs> Down dog, downward dog effect. Their breakfast is fire as fuck. Probably the best in town. So, um, when they open up on the 11th, get your ass down there. I grew up eating there as a kid on Sunday Same. mornings with my parents, watching football, eating French toast, Same. drinking beer. They did. I had Shirley Temples. We also had beers. Um, I'm just kidding. They don't, un- they don't serve underage kids. That's fucked up. I'm so sorry. I said that. <laughs> so another place, um, you know that I, mean. I love is called Kiko's. It's a food truck actually. And it's Fuck a yeah. Baja style Mexican food truck. And it's like fish tacos, shrimp tacos, octopus tacos, sexy as fuck tacos. Uh, I Get can wild. eat octopus. Dog. Let's go. So good. I'm sure they have corn tortillas. I'm sure they do. Joe's wow. Joe's favorite restaurant. I love an octopus, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Give me some tentacles. Give me a seersucker. I made octopus this year for Christmas, actually. That was my Italian contribution. But also, that octopus movie on Netflix made me cry. I sobbed. I, I haven't eaten octopus in eight or nine years. It was at the Del Mar racetrack. That's the last Damn. time I had it. Uh, I looked hot. Watching. I, I went to free people and spent $300 and then went to the races. I'm I so just had to tell you. I don't have to be told that you looked hot because I already knew that. Like, that was but just, like, I felt there. hot. I love Which that. is more important. Well, of course. It's like, everyone might say you look hot all the time, but if you don't <coughs> feel it, it doesn't matter. You're like, I don't, that I day, don't care. I pranced around. I went with a group of friends, and I remember getting up to go get drinks for all of us or go to the bathroom, and I was probably gone for too long. And I was just because like, everyone's like, "Hey, girl, hey who's this girl? Clydesdale <laughs> clomping around the horse track?" And I'm like, "Exactly." Like, I remember what I like, wore. What's up? I'm about to be in first place, and I used my fake ID. Yikes! Mm. It was they, a, they serve be, underage kids. <laughs> let's be clear. It was a real ID. It just won't move. I love that so much. I was too afraid to do that, but I, sh- I just you got know into what bars. I was never into um, looking for one. I knew a lot of friends that paid like, <gasps> hundreds of dollars for a fake ID with their picture. I met someone who looked like me, literally, wow. which has never happened in really? my whole life. Looked identical to me. And I said, can I have your ID? 
Because she was 26 and I was like 19, I remember. I memorized her address, her birthday. And you know what's really fucking crazy? I won't give too much detail, but the address is less than three blocks from where I live right now. Dang. And I knew him to a T and I looked just like her. And her picture was so hot. And you know what happened? I was almost 21. I was pro- It was October, so it was a few months before. And my mom and I went to Marshall's oh, and, I, and I bought a new wallet. Because the wallet I had was pissing me the fuck off. You all know what I mean. <laughs> you struggle with the wallet, Sitch. I do. It's an energy. It's a vibe. <laughs> so the wallet pisses you off, and you're like, you gotta get a new one. So I get a new wallet, and I change everything out but the secret compartment that had the ID in it, and I threw it in the trash, Dang. girl. So I had no fake ID for the next few months, and it was so devastating because I like went to bed that night and woke up at 3 a.m., and I was like... <gasps> my, ID, my ID my ID is in my gold wallet in the Marshall's parking lot <laughs> but I had it for a few years and I don't know if this is like I hope I don't get in trouble I'm 30 now <laughs> I think you'll be fine I don't think phew. any cops are listening in phew I'm, I'm sure so they funny. are and they don't care are you looking for the only lighter in the room I brought three um it must be in your boobies dude in your teeth, my, my auntie teetsies. My, my teddy, my teddy teetsies. So, um, Kelly, unpopular opinion, I loathe red velvet. I think it's fucking stupid. That's what I think. Wow, I agree. Thank I, you. I agree. We're done here. I'm going to go. I had one other <laughs> unpopular opinion, but I don't think you're going to agree with it. Tell Red me. Velvet's very serious, though. I, think, I don't like that at all. I think it is the stupidest thing on the planet. I want... I'm sorry if it's your favorite. You don't have a palate. Mm, that stupid-ass, cream-cheese-ass, plain-ass, squishy-ass Did food. you know that Red Velvet <laughs> cake is chocolate cake? So your bitch-ass is saying you don't like chocolate cake when you're eating With a weird flavor. I agree with that. I like cream cheese frosting, but people fuck it up. They don't know I what they're doing. I wish they'd make a savory red velvet with, Ooh. like, maca powder. Ooh. Have you ever cooked with maca? I have. I love it. It's yes. so earthy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like cacao, mm-hmm. but less um, pungent and... L- rich. And, yes. Less rich. And it's really nutty. I like kind it. Kind of like hazelnut. I'll do maca powder and c- banana smoothies. And yeah, it's same. so fucking good. I put it in like baking. I've used it as a substitute for cocoa powder in should, recipes before. You should do like not your red velvet. Cake. Dude, I'm gonna make you Maple a sweepers. dank ass chocolate cake instead. So tell me your unpopular food opinion. Soft center cookies suck. You know, soft cookies are a joke. Fucking to you. dumb. Oh my god. When <laughs> when you're on the Great British Baking Show and they're like, Paul Hollywood is like, this is it's just a bit bent. You whacked it up too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how I want it, bitch. Burn it. Crunch it. Blacken it. Browneth it. Cruncheth it. I do not want your soft, flaccid <laughs> cookie anywhere fucking near me. And I know people are like, oh, I just want this soft cookie. Your soft cookie in your ice cream. Your soft cookie in your... Can I preface that Kelly fucking hates soft food? She's oh. a crunchy bitch. I'm the crunchiest Full bitch you'll ever meet. circle. Kelly wants everything burnt. I'm making cereal. She's like, don't let it get soggy. <laughs> 
I would rather have 12 tiny bowls of cereal. <laughs> you want to know what my favorite cereal is? I like how I said cereal. Honey bunches of oats. Grape nuts. <laughs> the one that wrecks your fucking mouth when you eat it. Why? Because it's crunchy for 12 hours. Yeah, it never gets soft because I it's made out of bark. I can't even talk. I'm like cereal. <laughs> She's hey, on the remix. We kind of talked for two hours all of a sudden and no one can listen or talk about food for that long, right? So we decided to split this episode in two. So thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy part two of Foodgasm here with us at Karma San Diego Podcast. <laughs>